with my dad in the garage. The sawdust, that pine saw in the moss. Around every spring, when the winter thaw, we huddle around the radio. Welcome to the Swinging in Front podcast. This will be a show no between myself, Jake Foss, and my friends, James, Mark, and Jackson, where we pretty much just talk baseball. It's going to be a laid back, fun time where we just go through the content of the week in Major League Baseball and anything else we see fit for our own conversations. You can follow us at Bunt Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram at The Swinging Bunt. You can follow me at JVoz8 on Twitter and at JakeVossen8 on Instagram. And then you can follow Jack at JMSweese on both Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I forgot to get James's, so we'll have to get you with that later. James, what's your plug? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. All right, we'll get it some other time. It's not that important anyways. Um... So, what we want this show to be is just, honestly, three guys talking about the pastime we all love. We're going to try to talk about some things that you won't hear on a lot of other podcasts. So, stuff that's not necessarily just weekly news. We're not going to go through scoreboards and, um, you know, every single big play and highlights and stuff. It's going to be talking about more of the the behind-the-scenes stuff in baseball. I mean, we're going to talk about what's going on in the league every week as well, such as, you know, things that really stood out to us. Maybe a good story happens or a fight breaks out, that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but it's just going to be a different show. I mean, we have a pretty loose vision for it, and we hope that it's a relaxed, just kind of a good time. Um, anything you guys want to say or add to it? Nope. Say, say hello, James. Hello. That's James's voice. James, speak up. Uh, hello. And then Jack. Hello. There you go. That's Jack. You Darvish is the best. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you need to read some stat books, friend, because <laughs> that's a very far off statement. I hear he's great in the World Series. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that, man. <laughs> I don't even know. So today's episode, we are recording this the day before the regular season begins. So it's Wednesday night, March 27th, and we're going to go through our preseason predictions of the league winners in each division um, and also some awards and then we're going to give our power rankings. Without further ado, let's just get right into it, right? So I'll let one right. of you guys go first, James. You want to go ahead and open up with your American League division champions? Yes. Uh, I actually wrote something down, but I changed it on the way home from uh, practice tonight. That's always good. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do the Central and the West, which is not going to change. Um, the Indians went in the Central. And I have Houston one in the West. Um, I don't think it's even close in those divisions. Especially the Central. I've, I've seen a few people who have like said, oh, the Twins are looking pretty good. But I don't. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the, the gap last year was so huge. Even the additions that the Twins made and the losses that Cleveland had, I don't think it's nearly enough to close the gap. Yeah. I've uh, got well, the same they, thing. They, they had Minnesota in the wild card. A bunch of people did. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I've got... Go ahead, Jack. I've I've got the same thing for those. I don't think the Indians will run away with it quite as much just because of the injuries that they have to start the season. Yeah, I mean, uh, they won't last those long. Those could slow them down a little bit. Yeah. But the one thing with the Indians and the Central Division is you look at last season. The Indians were the fifth team or the fourth team in the American League behind the West winner, the East winner as well as the one of the wild card teams which was the Yankee Red Sox. Red Sox were wild card 
or Yankees are wild card. I don't Yankees. Know, Yankees are wild Yankees. card, yes. Well, and then the Rays were only one game behind the Indians. So they were very close to being the sixth best team in the American League <laughs> as a division winner. And you have to consider that they played 80 games against the American League Central. So it, I don't think they were as good as their 91-win team was. I think that was a little bit inflated. And I, in my opinion, they got even worse this year. So mm-hmm. don't expect great play out of the American League Central, but I do still think they're by far the best team in that league, or in that division, with the pitching that they have. And uh, I am the resident expert on that team, being, <laughs> being there, my, my favorite team in any sport. I guess we can hit that real quick, too. Jack, your favorite 3-1 team. 3-1 lead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Your favorite team, Jack, go ahead and say it. Chicago Cubs. And James. Atlanta Braves. So, honestly, we've had three of, like, the worst teams in recent history as our three favorite baseball teams. Uh, That's but true. we've all been on the upstart as of late. So, hopefully things can turn around for our franchises. Um, all right. Have. So, who do you got for the East, uh, Jack? We'll go ahead and listen to your East call. Uh, AL East, Red Sox repeat. Red Sox. Um, I mean, I think that teams pitching, starting pitching is going to be even better this year. Um, my Cy Young winner, which we'll get to later, is on the Red Sox, and it's not who you think it is, bold, I would assume. But Bold statement. Um, I mean, they've got a lot of guys who are playing for future money, Ben Attendee. Uh, Mookie Betts is still under arbitration and has turned down some big contracts on the Red Sox, so he's playing for big money going forward. Um, I just don't see how they're not as good or better as last year. That's totally understandable. What do you think about the loss of uh, uh, their closer, whose name escapes me for some reason? Craig Kimbrell. So do you think that's going to be a big factor? Um, I mean, not so much. He He was pretty bad for them in the postseason. Overall, so when it came to crunch time, they didn't seem to miss him that much. Mm-hmm. But they, um, haven't, they haven't gotten anyone to replace him yet. You think they'll just go with their setup guys? Probably. And, I mean, they have trade pieces, so if, if they need to at the deadline, they can always make something work. See, that's where, uh, that's where I kind of made my difference on going between the Red Sox and the Yankees because you see these two legendary teams right now who have two of the most historically pro- prolific offenses we've ever seen. And when I came down to it, I looked at their starting pitching, and it's pretty even. I mean, Chris Sale, obviously, is the best pitcher out of the two groups, um, unless you think someone else is going to Cy Young, but I don't know. We'll listen to your hot take later. <laughs> um, but but then where I really drew the difference for me was um, the relief pitching for the Yankees is – far far better you've got four solid relievers in Adovino uh, three, three and a half Adovino Batances Chad Green I think Batances is struggling right now I mean he's, Batances is wild at times it's hit or miss eh, yeah that's what all pitchers do they either hit it or they miss it the batter you're do. so dumb <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that anyway <laughs> nah that's a good joke come on you gotta let that go you guys got to know when a good joke when you know. Um, but and then you also got uh, Chapman back there too. I mean, you got some solid Chapman. Oh, sorry, the pitcher that helped you win a World Series, Jack. Jeez, dude. Mm. Anywho, anywho, Hector Rondone did just as well closing games as yeah. or all this Chapman did. That's the just, numbers are the same. That's where I draw 
a difference. It, our first difference is I think New York will win the division. Uh, easily the Red Sox could win it. Those are two great teams, like you said. But I do. if I had to pick a team, I'm going to pick New York just because I think they're a more well-rounded team. They did get James Paxton, too, mm-hmm. which is huge. He's been yeah. really close in the Cyan voting. If Severino can keep up some sustained success and not be a little streaky like he was last year, uh, I think he's going to be... Well, I mean, he, he's a great pitcher. He can just be a really great pitcher if he can sustain it. What about you, James? You got any differences there? So we were um, unanimous on Cleveland and Houston, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for the East, I did write down Boston. However, uh, I changed my vote to I think the Yankees are going to win. Okay. Because if you look at their, their starting pitchers, I mean, you have a healthy Tanaka. Severino's hurt, but they'll probably keep him out until he gets healthy. They have Hap, who's yep. just consistent as all get out. They have Paxton, who's a strikeout machine, and then they have the best bullpen in baseball, Absolutely. or one of them. And yeah. so that's why I changed from Boston to New York, yeah. because of their, their pitching. Yeah, and I agree. And their offense, both offenses are just... Yeah, which I think Boston's of offense overrounds a little better yeah, when they're healthy. But... And they have that amazing defensive outfield as well. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's going to be a fun race to watch, as it usually is. Um, what about wild cards? What do you guys have? I think... If you don't have the Yankees or the Red Sox as the champion, they're definitely a wild card, right, for all three of us? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then who do we have for the other one? Um, this was I've a got tough Rays. decision. I have the Rays as well. I had two other teams potentially for the last spot, and it was not the Rays. Okay. What are you thinking? One of them, they're both, I don't know. I have Seattle. I know they lost to people, but I still think they're good. Yeah, I but think now they have Edwin Encarnacion, so... There's a 220 batting average well, that might, 32 homers. That might hurt them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I also think the Angels might make a run. See, just because I, I think they're good. I, I just think they underperform every year. And I, I think this year they don't. I really wanted to put them here. I really did. Because I just want Mike Trout to make the playoffs, honestly. <laughs> but I couldn't. Just because if it, here's what would have been a factor for me. If they could have had um, Otani or, yeah, Otani, pitching and hitting, I probably mm-hmm. would have put them there. But they're starting pitching, really just their pitching in general is, yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, they are in the West, which it only has the Astros where they contend with, the Rangers and uh, Mariners and A's. And I think much. the A's are going to drop off. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be as good as they were last no, year. That was, that was like, uh, freakish, honestly. <laughs> that shouldn't have happened. So, yeah, I understand that pick. I have the Rays as well as Jack, uh, which I didn't want to do because I don't like the way they play baseball. But it works. Wins? Yeah, I hate <laughs> it. It works. <laughs> and uh, it's sad. They're probably going to have, like, the second worst attendance in baseball. But uh, I have them there as well, which is which would be crazy to have three East teams in the playoffs again. Maybe um, six East teams. Ooh, plot twist. Yeah, possible. <laughs> it's possible. We'll see. Well, that brings us... Uh, Right to our National League. We'll get back to the American League champ after this. So National League, I have for the East, the Nationals. For the Central, the Cubs. And for the West, the Dodgers. Which was, man, I don't know the National League as well as the American League. I follow baseball extremely closely. But this was hard for me. I mean, all three divisions were tough. Dodgers being a little bit easier. But the East and Central were not easy picks for me. What about you guys? Go ahead, Jack. Uh, I've got NL East Braves, Central Brewers. West Dodgers. Um, I mean, 
I'll just throw in there that I'm a Cubs fan, and I wouldn't pick the Brewers unless I absolutely thought it was the truth. So <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, I definitely see that team as better than last year. And I mean, we'll get into it more as we continue on. But I mean, there's not, there's not a lot of holes in in their lineup. Yeah, and that that bullpen can slam the door on anybody. You and I have talked about that before with with our friend Mike. Um, I'm curious, how or why do you think the Brewers are better this year than last year? Um, well, they have a catcher that can hit above his weight. Yeah. So well, yeah, they had Eric Kraft for starters playing mm-hmm. catch, catching last year, and now they have the second best catcher in baseball. So that is an improvement to an already really good offensive lineup. But aren't you worried about their starting pitching? I'm not. Uh, their starting pitching was 11th in ERA overall last season, and I know that's inflated a bit by their bullpen coming in and getting them out of jams, but they're going to have Jimmy Nelson back this year finally. Uh, they added Josh Tomlin, and they're talking to Craig Kimbrell right now. If that goes through, especially in a postseason game, they're going to give their team a lot of opportunities yeah. to either come from behind or to just seal a win in basically the sixth inning. Now, I don't think having the Brewers there is a terrible mistake because I think if they do get a, Krim- a Kimbrel or um, if they can pick up a starting pitcher at the trade deadline or something, I think they could easily be the best team there. Um, their offense is amazing. But the thing that I, that I think is a little bit uh, shaky, you look at relief pitchers, which is usually the most inconsistent position in baseball. Starting pitching, you can usually project pretty well, as well as hitting. You can tell what players are going to do. Relief pitchers are generally pretty fickle. One pitcher can have a great year one year, and then all of a sudden the next year, he gets hammered. So a lot of it can be because of overuse is one reason why I say that, because the Milwaukee bullpen was heavily used last year. I don't think quite overused, but very heavily used. So I'm interested to see how it plays out. And then their best pitcher last year was Chassin who had a career year last year, which was statistically much higher than anything that should have been projected. So I think he had a little bit of luck played into that as well. Um, So we'll see. I think I see some regression from him. So we'll see how they play out. They are getting some more healthy arms back, which they didn't have um, last year. So I think it's an interesting pick, not a bad pick, but I I do like the Cubs. I think that uh, this new prerogative that your guys' front office has been putting forward of taking the game more seriously could help them although i know it's not quite joe madden's style we'll see i think it's kind of a risk so i'm interested to see what happens with the with that central division yep i i'm i've said this before i think that the there could be two teams that win 100 games out of the central i really do all right james what do you have um west i have the dodgers um the east uh i'm gonna go opposite of what Jack did. I actually have the Phillies winning. I know they don't have very great pitching, but their offense, I think they have the best offense in the National League this year. Um, really? From Over top to bottom. Huh? Yeah, I think top to bottom they're the best offense. Okay. Uh, that's just my personal thoughts. I think Segura, I think Segura is actually one of the best pickers. I know they had it Harper, who was big, but I think Segura was well, one they, of their best ads. They needed a shortstop bad, so. Yeah. Um, the Central, I originally had the Brewers, but I changed it to the Cubs. When I just started looking at the Brewers starting pitching, it actually scares me uh, more than any playoff team that I have. I know Jack likes them, but I do not like the pitching, starting pitching. Yeah. Bullpen, I, they have one of the best bullpens, I think, I, in the National League. I agree with you. We'll see. Um, 
So we'll see. I don't know. I had the Cubs win in the Central. Um, now, and my wild card's a little interesting. I don't know how you guys feel about the Central. Or about the the way I see the two leagues, right? I see American League as like three or four team, pretty much three teams, super top heavy of amazing teams being the Yankees, Red Sox, and Houston, which I don't really see anyone overcoming them. But then the National League, I see as like eight to ten teams that could all contend with each other. Is that how you guys yeah. kind of see it? Yeah, that's why the second wild card is like, I don't know who to put because they're all so bad for the AL. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not so bad, but compared to the other ones, it's yeah. like, I don't know. They, would, yeah. they wouldn't. Compete. I was watching MLB Network uh, earlier, and they had guys on there picking their World Series. I saw Nationals. I saw St. Louis Cardinals in there. I saw Rockies. Mm-hmm. I mean, those. it was all over the place. Yeah. In the NL, so I don't think anybody and really American knows. League, you're only seeing one of three teams. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yankees, Red Sox, Astros was all that was there. I think, well, we'll get to it later. I don't know. <laughs> but, all right. Someone's a Cleveland fan. <laughs> not calling them out. No, I wasn't even going to say anything about it. <laughs> oh, <Cleveland>. okay. <laughs> no, I have very low expectations for Cleveland, sadly. I don't know if we'll even hit 90 wins. <sighs> yeah. I've been having some pretty heated debates on my Facebook Indians fan group, okay? Jeez, I got some dumb fans out there. Let me just say, all right. Uh, that's what you get for arguing in a Facebook group. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I've got a passion. Uh, for wild card, I have um, two teams that I I actually at some point had had them winning their division, so I figured they should be the two teams I put into um, the two teams I should put into the wild card. I have the Cardinals and the Phillies, two teams that have drastically improved themselves this year. Um, I think they're both going to make wild card. I think I'm going to bump the Brewers from the playoffs. <laughs> Sadly, as much here's the thing that really bums me out. I love watching the Braves play, and their young talent is solid. I just don't know if they have the all-around talent to make it into this deep National I, League. I think adding Donaldson is what's going to change our team. I hope you're right. Because he gives us offense we don't have. Maybe. He didn't give me any offense, that's for sure. Well, that's because he was injured. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, I agree. And on the Braves, um, Fulton Evich is being tossed around as a potential Cy Young candidate right now. A lot of people I, I'm seeing on social media are saying that Albies and Acuna could be uh, just one-hit wonders. I don't really see don't the facts so. to back that up. And like you said, the addition of Donaldson, um, if healthy, one of the best third basemen in baseball. Yeah, and then you got... uh, We still have Marcakis, Freeman, and we still have our whole offense. Oh, Freddie. Oh, Freddie's my boy. You back up. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's cool. I've always admired guys like Freddie Freeman who will just play for one team and just be like, look, I know we were bad for my almost my entire career, but I'm staying here and I'll just play here. Joey Votto. Jacob DeGrom. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't know why DeGrom stayed, but he did. I guess he is in New York. New York's pretty cool. He loves it there, yeah. Cool place, I guess. All right, so did you have cards and Phillies too then, Jack? I have Cubs and Phillies. Cubs and Phillies, okay. Homer, jeez. Um, (laughs) I mean, yeah, right. It'd be pretty impressive Uh, if you picked the Cardinals and the Brewers over your Cubs, so I understand. Well, I wouldn't be surprised to see... Three NL East teams in the playoffs. Uh, I, I, I mean, you could throw in anybody 
there it's a toss up mm-hmm. in that division and the cardinals i just i understand flirty's going to be good um and you know they added goldschmidt but i just don't see how that makes them good enough to beat the to be above the brewers and the cubs but apparently the brewers aren't good so what do i know <laughs> the brewers are good they almost went the series <laughs> let's let's make sure that is known um all right, James, final wild card? Um, clearly the Braves. Of course. Um, however, my second team, I bumped the Brewers out of the playoffs, mm-hmm. and I bumped Washington out, and I put in Colorado. And I think Colorado's division is so bad this year besides the Dodgers that that's going to be... Because uh, they lost... Uh, the, 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 the Diamondbacks lost Corbin. They lost Goldsmith. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be in rebuild mode. Pollock, too. Uh, yeah, and they still have Granky. I don't know how they haven't shipped Granky. Maybe they will buy. I mean, he has a really expensive contract, but maybe they can ship him by the. And I think the Padres are improving, but I still don't think they're going to be yeah. able to compete with those two teams. Yeah, I agree. They don't have the pitching for it. I mean, they've got some offense in their infield now. They got Machado and Tatis is now yeah. going to be playing. Uh, man, there's some good rookies this year. We'll get to that later. But uh, okay, okay. So you don't think the Nats are going to make the playoffs? Interesting. Uh, they were the one. They were the ones that I could switch with Colorado. They were the first one I would switch with Colorado. I think that is probably a mistake, but we'll just have to. Well, that's why it's my prediction and not Jake's prediction. Mm. Prediction. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's get to our champions and we'll move on. Um, so for American League, I have New York being the American League champion versus the Dodgers in the World Series. I hate it because I I despise those two teams, but. I mean, it's, if I look at the National League, I think the Dodgers with Walker Buehler and the greatest regular season pitcher of all time, Clayton Kershaw, uh, I think that they're <laughs> going to have a pretty good setup, and they're going to make it back. And, they, the and Ree, Ree or whatever his name is, I think he's a yeah. an ace. I think he yeah. might even and, be running for the Cy Young one day. And Julio Urias, or Urias I think is how you say yeah. it, he should be coming back this year too. So they're going to be pretty solid. they got Kenley Jensen on the back end. Uh, can't pitch in Colorado, but that's very rare anyways. It's, cares seven eight games um but they're pretty solid and then i mean new york boston houston uh, that was tough so i just went with the team with the best bullpen because that's how playoff baseball goes so i went with new york i did not go new york i actually went houston which i think is um, a very fair pick and i just think they play so much better in the playoffs than anybody else they just like turn on like the second like george springer becomes a monster i love watching him play in the playoffs let's not talk so about it I went Houston. <laughs> and I had Dodgers, too. I have Houston Dodgers. Okay. For the same reasons. All right, Jackery? Uh, I've got Red Sox uh, okay. repeating as AL champions. Um, I mean, I, I think I spoke with my piece on them. Yeah. Uh, I'm also not a big believer in having a closer, everyday closer, that you have to have come in in the ninth inning. So if they can find that, in somebody else or you know a lot of times the most important part of a game is not necessarily the ninth inning it comes in the sixth or seventh so uh-huh. i i still think i just think that team is i think still starting better than last year too. Mm-hmm. um and then i got the brewers as my nl champs oh, um again that team was a couple games away from getting to the world series last year and they only improved in the offseason hmm. okay all right all right 
So uh, the way this would look best for us is if the Brewers finish kind of in the middle because two of us have them not in the playoffs and one has them winning the World <laughs> Series. So yeah. we'll see what happens uh, in the World <laughs> Series. All right, World Series winner, I sadly have my most hated team, the Yankees. Uh, I just think they're probably the most well-rounded team at this point with power, uh, youth, experience, and pitching. So that's who I've got going. And they're in the American League, so they have an extra prepared bat with the DH. So they got a little extra offensive firepower. I have Houston winning. All right. Jack? I have the Milwaukee Brewers All right. in the World so Series. We got and one, again, one why do we have Jack on this show? Please explain to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let me no, it's reiterate. Brewers I'm are just good. kidding. They're good. I understand. That I am a Cubs fan, and this would be my... Oh. My worst fear. It's so Actually, hard the to Cardinals go winning the worst for me, but is. Brewers is a close second. And again, when you watch postseason baseball, a lot of times you'll have good pitchers in the regular season collapse in a big game in the World Series, and the bullpen's what bails them out. Yep. The Brewers have an extremely deep bullpen, probably the best in baseball. And again, I, okay, top three. Yeah, okay, top yeah. three. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that works. And I don't think they have a lot of holes in their lineup. I mean, honestly, I think the worst hitter on on their starting lineup this year will probably be Ryan Braun. Yeah. Because I think Orlando Arcia has all of the physical tools you'd want. He's got the growing to do, but he's a guy who's you know similar to Javier Baez, where he has the power. And to, uh, you have, see it at times, hurt. like you saw in the postseason last year, where he shows flashes of good hitting and plate discipline. I I think he breaks out this year. And that, is, that is a good point. The Brewers were a young team last year, and with with postseason experience, they could be even better next year. So I'm not going to hit you too hard for that, Jack. You could very well be right yeah. and prove us all wrong. Raining What's funny is the Brewers actually are, are so weird because they have, they have Braun, Moustakis, uh, who are like 99 years old with walkers out there. And then they got like people like Yelich and Arcia who are super young. Yeah, it's weird. That's a good mix, though. I was just Yeah, talking, it is. It's really good. I was just talking about that on my Facebook group, man, where <laughs> they were like, ah, no, you got to build your talent. I was like, yes, build your talent, but you need to have experienced veterans who can come in and control and keep the po- composure and the poise in the playoffs who have been there before. It's necessary. You can be a great regular season team, regular season team. But to make it through the playoffs, you must have experienced veterans. And sometimes I mean, they cost a little bit of money. Think about their, their starting lineup. If you're playing them in a postseason series, who of their starting lineup do you face that you're not really nervous about? You know, if, if you got a, if you got a guy on, on second base, which, which of their hitters in the starting lineup right now are you not nervous about? The only one I'm super nervous about is Yelich. Like, ah, welcome. Bases loaded. In my pass. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> yeah, but no, I. You're right. Like their their lineup is is insane. So I understand, Jack. We're just busting. We're just um. Do you? It, man. All right. Yeah. Here's a question. Do you think the Brewers lineup is better than the Phillies lineup? Yes. Ooh. As a whole, probably. I'm gonna look up the Phillies starting lineup. You continue. I just wanna look up something. All right. So we'll it's hard, too, because we, we'll have to see how the Phillies line up pieces together. Yeah, we don't really know that. Right yeah, that's, that's true. That's the reason I say yes, because we're working with a lot of moving parts at the Phillies. Uh, we have to see how they work together. So we'll see. We'll see. We don't even know what the Phillies lineup looks like yet, but we'll find out tomorrow. All right, so let me pull up what we got next here. 
All right, we're going to go into our awards. So we'll start off with MVP. Uh, we'll just do the AL first. We'll talk about that. Eh. With me, if he has an, a healthy tr- season, this guy's the MVP every year. He's possibly the greatest player of all time, definitely of our lifetime, I would say. Mike Trout is insane. And he's got, his war is averaging right around 10 per year, per full season. And that's unheard of. He's, what, 26 years old, right? Is he 26? Um, sure. Yeah, he'll be turning 27 at the end of the season. So, uh, yes, it could be someone else. Hey, Mookie Betts had a great year last year. Mike Trout plays a full season. He, I think, definitely wins it last year. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Trout. Anything? Any arguments? None. None. I think. Right, I, I think it comes down. I think it comes down to it's always either going to be him or Betts uh, for the near future. I don't think it's anyone else that, unless uh, someone sneaks in. Just I mean, overthinking right away. I think those two stand out more than yeah, everyone. Yeah, I agree. They stand out. There are some American League stars uh, that happen to be on the Indians that are pretty solid. Oh my word! <laughs> but they were actually. I do like Ramirez and Lindor a lot. Except they're both hurt. They're, I mean, they're gonna. Ramirez is Lind- already playing tomorrow. Yeah, yeah Lindor, Lindor is not. sprained his ankle, so he'll be fine. All right, yeah, I have the lineup. Jason Kipnis. I have the Phillies lineup. Are you ready for this? I'm sorry this is getting sidetracked. But. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Andrew McCutcheon, Gene Segura, Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskin, J. Tilray Muto, Abdullah Herrera, Cesar Hernandez, Michael Franco. Well, considering you said half their names wrong, I think I know who you're talking about. Well, that's all that matters. <laughs> Abdullah um, Herrera strikes out too much. Yeah, yeah, but he also, if he does a strike out, he's going to hit a home run. Yeah, that's that's true. And he has a weird body shape. It's kind of funny to watch. I always thought he's funny. He swings really ugly, too. Yeah, it's weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's solid, but, like, those, uh, there's a few guys that, like, are good at one thing. You know what I mean? I still think it's the best lineup in National League. But, anywho, that's not, that's not what we're on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, American League MVP. Trout. Okay, thank you. Jack? Uh, Carlos Correa. Um, okay, this is what I want to know, Jack. How is Correa supposed to jump from not in MVP contention to jumping over guys like Lindor, who has proven they came up the same year. Uh, they came up the same year, Jack, and he has proven he's better. Now explain. Explain yourself. Okay, first of all, the Astros are my pick to win the AL West. Obviously, I think the Indians will win their division as well. Um but I don't think they will have as exciting a season. And I'm not saying that exciting seasons are what determine MVPs, but in the eyes of the voters, they do. Whose um, war do you think will be greater? Well, that's a good one. Because that is, uh, that is huge be, in MVP voting right now. I mean, it could go either way. Yeah. Here's the thing with Correa. He was not healthy at all last year. True. His hard contact numbers went way down. Um a lot more fly balls turned into outs rather than home runs for him compared to previous seasons. Um, but his 2017 season, 315, 391, 550. Yeah. I mean, that's a, a pretty good slash line. He's on a team that's There's, the favorite to win the World Series his uh, team, for a lot of people. His team is where I think you could be right because he is surrounded by offensive monsters. If I had to pick an MVP from that team, I would probably take Bregman over Correa this year. I think Correa could win an MVP in his career. I, I don't think that's out of the, this realm of possibilities. However, I think Bregman is the better player right now. But Correa is surrounded by great players, which means they're going to have to pitch to him. 
That's what makes the Astros so good is you cannot pitch around people. You've got to pitch to every guy in that lineup because they're all bangers. Right. That's the thing when you look at MVPs is that you're not you, – you make that prediction. You can't just look at the player. You yeah. have to look at how you think their team's going to finish and, and, that's why and the Indian, teammates around them in the lineup. That's why an Indian won't win the World Series or won't win MVP because there's nobody around them. It's just not. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I think – I, gotta I think that's why uh, Mookie Betts kind of <laughs> is the edge over Trout just because he's on a better team. Yeah, I understand that. But yeah. I think that I mean, him and Shohei Otani are going to be putting up some serious numbers this year too, though. I hope so. Yeah. Correa is just a better fielder than Lindor too, right, Jake? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that part's not even close. <laughs> Anywho. All right. Lindor's much better looking, though. Correa's got all those, like, smallpox stuff on his face. Well, Don't worry. Can we Lindor, <laughs> Lindor will get his MVP when he comes to the Cubs, stop, so it's stop, fine. Stop, stop. <laughs> all right. Yeah. National League. I've got Paul Goldschmidt with the Cardinals. Ooh. He's, he's been a MVP contender for years. I had a really tough time signing between him and Arenado. But the war is just higher for Goldschmidt in his career, and it's been trending up still. He's entering the prime of his career. I see him hitting well above 300. Uh, if he can pick up some more stolen bases, he kind of dropped off last year. If he can get maybe like 15 stolen bases, hit like 35 home runs, maybe 40, uh, I don't see anyone else in the National League really blowing him out of the water for that. Uh, didn't he? I think he struck out more than anybody last year. Paul Goldschmidt? <laughs> I believe he did. Interesting. I'm going to look that one up. Go Wait, for you it. Con- you continue talking. He was up there. He was way up there in strikeouts last year. Okay. Who, who do your, you guys uh, have? Jack, who's your MVP? Uh, James, you're going to like this. I have Freddie Freeman. Uh, he finished fourth last year. He finished sixth in 2016. Uh, I think his team wins that division, although it's, it's a toss-up, but they're my pick. Um, key two is he played all 162 games last year. Uh, he's a guy who's always going to be there at the end of the season when you're talking about MVP contenders. His name's always right there. Um, and he's going to be guarded by some real talent in that lineup. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I went Arenado uh, just because I think I think he's I think he's the best overall hitter in the National League. Like, power, hits. I think he could eventually... I think he could be possibly for a triple crown at one point. I don't know. I like him that much. I think he's that good. Especially playing in Colorado, it inflates him. But something to remember about playing in Colorado is they lose votes for that. I mean, it's it's proven that Colorado players, they don't get the votes like they should because people say, oh, he plays in Colorado, his numbers are inflated, which they are. Goldsmith was was eighth in strikeouts. Eighth, yep. He was way up there at one point. Yeah. Yeah. He does strike out a lot. That's my my thing, and again, I don't think his. But you, I think you have them as the wild card, right? Yes. Even then, I don't. How many MVPs come from wild card teams? I don't know. I'm not an expert. I'm just a guy. Who, who won MVP? Everyone. Who won? I about said something real stupid? Mookie Betts and. Uh, yeah, and Yelich. I forgot Yelich did. I bet I can look this up. All right. Um, you guys go ahead and move on to Cy Young. We'll send you some research. We're doing okay. AL or NL first? AL, of course. All right. You ready for my bowl prediction? Oh, boy. Now, keep in mind, <laughs> when I say this, and you're going to go, what? That's ridiculous. 
I challenge you to find one person at the beginning of last season said Blake Snell is even going to be in the conversation for uh, Saya. I bet you Blake uh-huh. Snell thought he would be. Yeah, well. There's one. Why don't you Challenge ask? Challenge accepted. Okay. Nathan Ivaldi made himself a name in the postseason last year. Um, made two starts, made a couple of relief appearances for the Red Sox. Honestly, as a starting pitcher, might have been their most consistent in the postseason last year for the innings that he put out. He was solid. Uh, he's His fastball forcing gets up to 97 miles an hour. He's got a really good five-pitch arsenal. Um, and he's just, each of those pitches he executes well. He's not he's not a guy that you can blow it by you, but will hang curves. He's really consistent, gets good ground ball contact pretty often. So the other thing is, too, is that he's going to start the season as the second in the rotation. David Price has missed some spring training games here with illness and is going to be starting at the back end of the rotation. So obviously they put some trust in Eovaldi to be up there in the second spot to start the season, and he doesn't have that pressure of being the ace on him. So I could, I honestly see Nathan Eovaldi at least being in the conversation this year. And, I mean, yeah, it's not the safe pick, but... Hey, I like it. Take some guts, man. I mean, I'm going, I'm going with uh, not Trevor so Bauer. common. Dude, I already told you. Why you got to go and steal my thunder, man? I was just saying what you were going to say. I already, I already know you. told you what I was going to say. <laughs> I did not know you were going to say oh, that. False, because I told you when we did our fantasy draft. Who you was think I listened to you? It's because if Jake was a professional athlete, he would be Trevor Bauer, personality-wise. <laughs> well, I don't know if he would like to argue with 16-year-old girls on Twitter and things she like that. She was a full-grown woman. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anyways, yes, my American League Cy Young is Trevor Bauer. I believe he would have won it last year had he not taken that ball to the shin. He was on track to win it. He had the best, um, he had the best rate categories or stats in baseball or in the American League. Um, his ERA was stellar last year until he got injured and started coming out of the bullpen. Um, he was at, hovering right around two ERA. Even after his injury, he still sustained having the best FIP in baseball, as well as the lowest home run um, per nine inning rate at .6. Uh, he only gave up nine home runs on the entire season, and his FIP was at like 2.3 or 2.2, which is field fielder independent pitching, which is a formula they use to pretty much calculate the most important stats for a pitcher, and they multiply it together to get rid of any kind of like diving catches or errors and whatnot. So it's just purely tracks pitching. It's kind of a better a better stat to get rid of ERA in a way. Um, and then last season, he developed a slider, which he had been trying to work on for years, finally got it, and I went through his stats uh, yesterday and checked them all. Literally every statistical category that's tracked on baseball, baseball reference, he improved last year from his entire career. And then uh, his strikeout or his whiff rate went way up, especially with that slider he added. And then this year, he and Carlos Carrasco worked together closely to develop a split changeup, the one that uh, Carlos relies on for his success. And just using his fastball and his split changeup in a preseason game this year, which I know is great value for information, he struck out the first eight batters using those two pitches alone and a total of 10 out of the first 11 batters in the game. 
Um, so I think that he's going to get a ton of strikeouts this year. I could see close to 230 strikeouts with an ERA below 2.5 and probably 20 wins, which I think is a Cy Young season. Chris Sale is going to be great, as he usually is. Um, but I think that Verlander is going to drop off a little bit as he gets older. We kind of saw him have a drop a little bit in Detroit. Then he got revitalized and he went down to Houston. Had a great year last year, could have won the MVP or the Cy Young, but I don't think he's going to be up there again this year. Um, so that's my personal opinion on the American League, which I hope that happens because he's been working really hard and I think he can do it. I he Did I hear you reference wins? Some For some reason, MVP voters still do it. Don't know why. Ask Jacob DeGrom. Hey, I, I would have voted for DeGrom. He was clearly the best pitcher. Well, I'm just saying. Now, if Bauer doesn't get the wins, it's because his offense stinks. So, it's fine by me. His offense is going to be trash this year. When you got when you got Roberto Perez catching 162 games, you know it's going to be rough. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> 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 All right, James, who you got? Uh, originally, we're going to go with one of the Cleveland pitchers, either Bauer or uh, any of them, honestly. Uh, Kluber. But... More I think about it, I'm going to go out on a limb and take a chance also, kind of like uh, Jack did. I'm going to go James Paxton. Um, he did good in Seattle, and he didn't have any really offense behind him. But now he's playing with the best offense in baseball, scoring-wise. But he's pitching in New York. Can I finish? Yeah, I'm sorry. Just saying. He probably has, he has, I'm pretty sure he has one of the highest strikeout rates. He strikes out a lot of people, which means he's not going to give up that many home runs. And he's going to have a lead so he can take chances. Uh like you said, wins play a big part in all awards, and I think he's going to get a lot of wins just because he's playing in New York. Yeah. Do you think his ER his ERA will be affected? I think his ERA will be high twos, low threes, and I don't see it going much higher than that. I think you're probably right. We'll right. Have I think to have it, a, uh... his wins and strikeouts will carry. I think it's why he'll win the Cy Young. Strikeouts are huge for MVP MVP voters for some reason. We'll have to do a uh, podcast about antiquated statistics so we can. I can just gripe about pitcher wins for hey, about an hour and a half straight. We, we would all agree with uh, your statements there, but I'm not sure that's probably the the most uh, attractive audio for a podcast. It's just angry, yeah, Jack. angry griping. If we can just interview Brian Kenny, he'll do it for <laughs> us. <laughs> all right, National League, let's get it moving. i got to get to bed. Uh, I'll go. Uh, Noah Syndergaard. Uh, soft contact numbers stay, were really good last year. Um, he's, it was his, you know, he put together a full season after missing most of 2017. Uh, DeGrom's obviously taking the ace title away from him. So a little pressure off of Syndergaard. Um, I don't know. The hair's great. I just, I see it. I, I, he's He's got that in him. We've seen it from him before, and now having a full season under his belt after being injured, he's. I don't see why he doesn't have the potential to really make noise this year. Yeah, I agree. All right, I've Plus got... Plus, he'll get wins. I, I don't see any problem with it. I think it's a little bit of a sleeper pick with the studs that are up there, like Scherzer and DeGrom and my... Cy Young pick, which is Aaron Nola. Last year, he um, had a 2.3 ERA with a um, .92 whip, I believe. Where'd it go? There it is. A .975 whip. 
and his FIP was at 3.01, which uh, is a little bit better representation. So he Someone's did. internet stinks. Oh man, you get cut out again. Yeah. All right, I'll just start with my Cy Young pick over again. So my Cy Young pick is Aaron Nola. <laughs> he had a uh, 2.37 ERA with a .975 WHIP, which uh, just means he was not allowing a lot of consistent contact um, throughout each inning. His Home run per nine was at .7, which is just a little bit above Trevor Bauer's uh, uh, major league leading record or stat from last year. So I expect him to do much better, especially with having a better offense behind him now and another year of experience. I mean, this is going to be his fifth league or his fifth year in the league. So uh, he's entering his prime in his 26-year-old season. So I'm really excited for Nola. I think he's going to have a really solid season. Again, this could easily go to Scherzer or DeGrom or uh, even Syndergaard and some other guys too, but I do think Nola's my favorite for this year. He's the betting man's pick this year. Oh, really? Is he? I wouldn't know Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to put a disclaimer out there. I I put Max Scherzer just because I love watching the guy play. He's he's probably one of the most intense pitchers there are. Dude, every pitch, man. Uh, Even the All-Star game. Yeah, he's awesome, uh, even though he's with the Nationals, which kind of hurts my feelings. But um, I would like to put out a disclaimer that I, I almost thought about putting Flaherty. I, I think he needs two more years of experience before he gets into the conversation, really, mm-hmm. because his improvement last year was just astronomical. Yeah, And I think give him a couple of years, and I think he'll be in there. I really like Flaherty, if you can't tell. Understandable. We all like our teams. Well, Flaherty doesn't play for the Braves, so I don't know what that has to do with anything. Jack Flaherty? From the Cardinals? Why was I thinking Braves, man? Hmm. That's okay. It's all right. If you're dumb, you're dumb. That's right. It's right. You know, we, we all have our we all have our gaps. So uh, when you look at Jake's picks, listeners, now you know. <laughs> listeners, <laughs> we all know the uh, only person listening to this is my mom. <laughs> She's honest. very faithful, though. <laughs> Maybe Mike. Maybe Mike. <laughs> to make fun of it. <laughs> yep. All right. Oh, Rookie man. of the year. Uh. I think, I think AL is easy. AL and honestly, National League too. They're both. I, I did a sleeper in the National League. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, so I, <laughs> for American League, I couldn't say Vlad Jr. Uh, just because he's not going to play for a while. They want to make sure that he gets uh, this whole thing where they hold the player back so that he can't start his contract right away. It's um, like two weeks is all it is. No, it's not two weeks, is it? I thought it yeah, it is. That's right. what they did with Chris Bryant. The yeah. Cubs did that. Definitely thought it was longer than that. I'm going to stick to my <laughs> guns anyways, and I'm going to go with <laughs> Eloy Jimenez. <laughs> I think he's going to hit over 30 home runs. Uh, he's going to be a Is solid. he the White Sox guy? Yeah, he is. And the thing is... I can't believe he got $45 million. Yeah, he's already gotten a sign to a major league contract, a big one. And uh, he also can actually play defense, which is going to help his war out a lot whereas Vlad is a liability on defense. So he's really only going to be able to play DH, and maybe they'll stick him at first, but it'll be scary if they do. And I think that that's where the tiebreaker is going to come in. So we'll see. I mean, Vlad could just tear it up, but I'm going to pick Eloy for that one, though. I'll put Vlad. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's a competition, but that's just mine. He's batting like 380 in AAA. That's AAA. I could <laughs> it, doesn't, AAA. it doesn't matter. 380, you knock off 50 points, he's still batting 330. <laughs> that's true. Uh, he definitely got, is major league ready. I've got Jimenez as well, um, yes. just by sheer virtue of the fact that his name isn't Vlad, and I'm really tired of hearing his name <laughs> until he actually does something. 
Because it's like, oh, at least look at this video of yet. him smoking a home run off of Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo, double A pitcher. Uh, and I like Jimenez better as a oh, fielder. Jimenez breaks like his legs. You all feel like idiots. What did you say? I don't. You hope, you hope what? I don't hope that. I don't hope that. I just didn't. <laughs> Well, if he broke his leg and didn't win, it's not like you could be like, see, I was see? right because he broke I his leg. I would do that. You darn skippy, I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, National League. League. All right, National League. My guy that I have been excited to watch play. Who I, I have, stuck with the same person. Who I have drafted in every fantasy league I have. Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, is no. going to go nuts this year. He's going to play a full season right next to Manny Machado at shortstop, and he's going to have a great season. He's going to be a top 20 shortstop all season long, guaranteed. I'm going to go ahead, and just because I know that James did not pick Tatis. I picked Tatis as well. Um, I think the only other person it could be is Victor Robles, um, but Robles has some pretty big shoes to fill there in Washington. Um, and like Jake said, he's going to be alongside Machado, hopefully not learning his mannerisms, but learning from him <laughs> as a player. Yes, we all know your opinion on Machado. It should be everybody's opinion on yeah, Machado. It's my opinion on Machado. I, 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 also, guy. I also... It's kind of his self-proclaimed opinion yeah. when you think about it. Yeah. I'm not the kind of guy that's going to go hustle on first base. Well, that's why everyone hates you. <laughs> 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 all right, so who do you have, James? I have Nick Sinzel. Is that his last name? Sinzel? Sinzel. Oh, yeah, Sinzel, yep. You're welcome, uh, James. I drafted yes. him. Yes. I started looking at him after you drafted him, and then <laughs> I just, I really like him, and uh, I know these other guys are, are probably a little better than him, but I think I think he's going to become the guy in uh, Cincinnati. Um, you got Vado, who's getting old. Uh, you got Scooter Jeanette. It's, yeah. And then you put him in between those two, and then, I mean. Yep. They got some bangers. All right, so we'll move on to our, at the end of every episode, all you great faithful listeners, we are going to drop our top ten power rankings. We'll maybe come up with a cool quippy name for it. We don't have one yet. A lot of them are taken, but we're just going to start with uh, power rankings for now. So I'll go ahead and I'll give my first five, and you guys give your first five. Sound good? And then we'll do the final sure. five. All right. Sure. So I've got it going like this. This is my power rankings as the season starts. Not necessarily reflecting my playoff predictions, but just my regular season power rankings. So I've got, number one, the Astros, followed closely by the Red Sox and the Yankees. And then I go Dodgers-Cubs. Wow. Mm. You guys like the Cubs more than I do, apparently. Yeah, we're always more, most critical of our own teams. That's how That's it true. usually is. That's true. Um I've got Red Sox, Brewers, Astros, Yankees, Dodgers. Start the season. Interesting. All right, all right. We got the Dodgers on the same place, Yankees too. Um, okay, I did mine mostly based off last year and not more. And just how they're going to do this year at the beginning. Okay. It's going to change because it's not going to reflect my playoffs at all. Okay. Um, I have Boston 1, Houston 2, Yankees 3, Brewers 4, Dodgers 5. All right, so yours is almost exactly the same as mine. Um, for top for first five, I mean a little bit of shuffleage, but not too mm-hmm. much. This is where it's going to get interesting because I think we're going to have a lot of different teams in here. So for my six through ten, I've got so I had Astros, Red Sox, Yankees, Dodgers, Cubs. Uh, six, I've got Nationals. 
Uh, I just think that their their team's going to be solid with uh, Strasburg, Scherzer, and then a uh, really good offense, and Harper's going to be replaced quickly by Robles, I think. Uh, I mean, not quite, but he's going to fill the hole. Then I've got the Indians in there at 7, which was honestly maybe too high just because I am not high on their offense outside of like two or three players. Uh, then I've got the Cardinals, Brewers, and Phillies to round it out. Jack? Uh, I've got Braves at 6, Phillies, Cubs, Mets, Indians. Um, I left the Nationals out, not because I think they won't be in that. I just think to start this season, there's going to be some you know, adjusting that needs to go on yeah. because that team was, you know, the Washington Bryce Harpers mm. for a long time. That's not that true. he's everything to them, but that was he their was their identity. Head. Yeah, he was their mm-hmm. identity. Mm-hmm. So that could take some time, um, and I think the Indians by the end will be higher than ten. But again, starting without Lindor is going to be. You know, they could get off to a slow start. Yeah. We will see. Luckily, they get to start against the Twins, so it'll be a little bit of a test. It'll be a test, yet at the same time, uh, I think we should be able to get a few a few wins. All right, James. Mine's very similar to Jake's. Just shuffle around again. Uh, six, I have Indians. Seven, I have Braves. Eight, I have Cubs. Nine, I have Phillies. And ten, I have Nationals. And the reason why I have the Nationals at ten is be- only because they're pitching staff, and they added Corbin, which I love. Uh, and I think Corbin could be a t- potential first Cy Young winner because yeah. um, he's going to be facing the third best of each team, which I mean really really helps him. Well, kind of, kind of. That yeah. stuff gets thrown off pretty quick, <laughs> very quick. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else to add before we close it up? Uh, I have a question. All right. Who do you think is going to score the most runs tomorrow? What team? Yes. Hmm. I mean, they're playing against some pretty good pitchers. Uh, I'd have to look. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Cubs just because they're playing at Texas Rangers. The Astros are playing the Red Sox, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely not a it's not, definitely not the Mets or the Nationals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say whoever is playing against the Marlins. <laughs> Uh, the Rockies. Rockies? I'll but, go with the Rockies. Oh, yep. That's I'm going to go the Yankees because they're facing Baltimore. Oh. James, why you got to do me dirty like that? They're facing Andrew Kashner, who's a home run giving up machine. <laughs> you might as well stick your ball to Jimenez back there while you're at it. <laughs> All right. Uh, this has been the Swinging Bunt Podcast. Thanks for listening, if you did. Uh, you can find us again on Twitter at Bunt podcast all one word at bunt podcast and on instagram at the swinging bunt uh i'm jake and this has been a great show i hope you enjoyed it and catch us next week where we will talk about the upcoming rule changes to the mlb this season next season and those to come thanks again
cries like an ace, that ace now you walk like an ace. She makes the Indy 500.